This one, we have a very, very special crew with us. We have the gang from Watamadi Music. And the fun thing to know about them is they all started out as engineers. By my second year or like first year of engineering, I knew engineering is not for me. Before I figured out what is good for me, I figured out what is bad for me. I am very proud of the fact that A.R. Rahman's first year was when I was born. Back when Matamadi started, we used to meet only once a month. You don't need to be a musician. And I, being a non-musician, take a lot of calls on songs. After that point of time, after college finished, I was taking part in a lot of bands, a lot of Western music competitions and all those things. But after that, I hit a roadblock. You know, people expect a certain certain thing out of you, right? What do you do to like innovate within that space? We take a song. It sounds the same, they include and everything. But silver lining behind it is that every musician tries to give something different that adds a taste to the song entirely. So the song is original, the bass is what has been already created. On top of that, we put our own layer. From a singer's perspective, when I sing from, I, I sing from the audience, I don't sing on stage. So what happens is, I am surprised by the fact that the whole crowd sings in one pitch. There are certain psychological things we kind of did to make people sing. One, we evidently made a decision that there won't be any singer singing on stage, which psychologically tells you the fact that you should sing. We are not going to sing. For you to get to the psychological state, was it your intuition, looking at other concerts that you were able to get to this? Since I started from the non-musician background, it was quite easy for me to decide or think from their perspective. If I am an audience in like a Rahmanser concert, I would love to sing, right? And who is stopping me there? Why would I get stopped what are the reasons that can happen i just cleared all those things. don't be fighting for the front row seats my face will be very boring for you after five minutes but instead sit with your friends create a memory when you're uh, catering to a different audience who speaks a different language we've had non-tamil speaking folks attend our shows my first uh, Motomari music as I attended as an audience, I came with two Punjabi people. Trust me, they danced their heart out and like they were so happy at the end of the day. Even if you make mistakes, it's kind of hidden nicely with other people's performances. But Anna, my, idea, my ideology behind it, like I never mind making mistakes. We are all human at the end of the day. I don't want AI to play in my I'm going to put that in my trailer. I don't want AI to play in my show. <laughs> How was COVID for you? Okay, I have Netflix, I have Amazon Prime. I have all entertainment. If I go to clubhouse at 9 p.m. in the night, there'll be some celebrity performing for me. I can listen to him for free or him to him or her for free and my life is sorted. And that was one of the reasons I didn't want to perform in clubhouse. We were like, why should we perform for free? Will you work for free? Why are you expecting just the entertainment sector to be free? Hi everyone, welcome to the season finale of EITF season 2. We have an extraordinary one for you this time. We've never done an interview like this before and we can't wait for you all to see this one. Karthik, this, this one was a crazy one, right? Like I've never laughed, introspected, felt amazed all at the same time in an interview before. For this very, very special episode, we interviewed the band members of Motamari Music. For those of you who don't understand the meaning of Motamari, it means terrace or rooftop. And for those of you who don't know the band, you should definitely check them out. This was started by Chennai Bay sound engineer and musician Patri Narayanan. 
and his bandmates. Automatic Music began as a jam session that was open to all on a rooftop. And now the band plays to thousands of people in packed shows all over the world. So what sets them apart? We dissect this in our interview with Badri Narayanan, Guru Charan Seshadri, Sankrit and Sundaram Vasudevan. And what Nandini and I learned was the band does not have singers on stage. But the question becomes, what do they do different and how have they gotten this far? The band explains that the singers of Motamari music are the members of the audience. They explain in our interview that they distribute lyric books ahead of time to the audience so that they can sing along and enjoy the show. They do have singers, of course, but people who are not on stage. So we asked this question on how did they come about this idea? They say that they put themselves in the shoes of someone who is asked to sing in front of a crowd and they systematically removed all the obstacles to make them feel psychologically safe to do so. Apart from the lyric book, this band has some very innovative ways to make the audience participate in their show and watch the interview to find out what those are. Their shows have been sold out in less than 10 minutes and they tour all around the world creating new singers amongst their audience members. In our interview, we talk about band dynamics, how they create playlists for each show, what administrative challenges they have to deal with, how they use social media, and for a band that relies heavily on audience interaction, how they survived the pandemic. All in all, this was a super fun behind the scenes interview like never before. So definitely tune in to listen and as usual, leave us your comments uh, on what you thought about the interview. Welcome to welcome to a new episode of the EITF project. This one, we have a very, very special crew with us. And I'm saying crew because we have so many people interviewing with us today. We have the gang from Motamadi Music. This is going to be a super, super fun interview. Karthik and I just went through a round of introductions with them. And even that was crazy fun, just talking to them. So we're going to start out by talking to them about band dynamics, how they formed and, you know, how successful they are so far. They've been touring all around the world with their music and I'm sure most of you have already heard a lot of their music and the fun thing to know about them is they all started out as engineers i think this is going to be a super fun interview welcome to the show guys hello hi hello hi so let's get started with the first question i want to ask each of you what what decision led you to looking at music as kind of like a second career i know that a lot of you have different careers as well apart from being in in motamadi music so what drew you to look for other things other than what you're doing in engineering i i am i mean in this four i am the only full-time musician since the start of it so it's my primary career altogether so i usually say one advantage i always had was i knew what didn't come to me so by my second year or like first year of engineering i knew engineering is not for me. before i figured out what is good for me i figured out what is bad for me that led to the flow of making a decision like switching careers from engineering to music and primarily i didn't go for music i went for sound engineering i was i wanted to be a theater mix engineer that's where my career started but then slowly slowly I was driven towards music because I grew up with music I, I am the first musician in the family but the way I grew up my home that will be always music I listened to Raja sir Rahman sir and uh, MSV sir like from my five-year-old or six-year-old time so I grew up with music so I thought it was it's something inbuilt inside me so I thought really why can't we start telling a story through music and that's how my career towards music started and I'm very glad that slowly since my background was non-musician to musician my perspectives and most things will come through the non-musician 
musician perspective rather than a musician perspective so when motamadi music started pretty much the perspective was that why when someone who is not a musician can relax through music can whistle can hum when you are showering when you are do whatever you want to do you are doing that why can't they come together and do the, do the same that was the spark behind motamadi music and i love hosting people i love having people at my home i'm also a teetotaler also that's the only way of fun i can have so <laughs> pretty much that that was the start of everything from my perspective and that's what everything is going good my background as badri told i always have been listening to music there's always been music in my house my father sings uh, he was not a professional singer but he was in the all india radio uh, for a short stint etc so music has always been at home either carnatic or film music right from when i was born i am very proud of the fact that ar rahman's first year was when i was born i did not learn music formally i was actually very shy till my last year in school uh, to sing in on in a stay on a stage but then once i came into the college i had a very nice set of friends with whom i started a band and then we were together for for the whole of four years which increased my passion towards music and post that we did not do any music at all after we all passed out we, because we all went in different directions and that's when my relationship with badri rekindled so when he came to chennai we i always had a place to go and sing my heart out when back when motamadi started we used to meet only once a month but i used to look forward to that day and then make the make uh, best use of it meet all other friends who share the same passion towards the music now it has grown to this level and personally i would say i but become a better singer i have had my fear come down conquered my fear to an extent says fright etc and it's all to do with the best kind of people that i have been in touch with i grew up with music i started listening to mgr sivaji songs iraja songs since childhood so same, uh, yeah i also share the same thing so i have yeah. listened to a lot of exterior songs more than those I, kind of uh, see, yeah. uh, except drama i i keep listening to a lot of songs i love music when uh, giri the acoustic guitarist called me to jam one day i grabbed that opportunity went and first three four sessions now orama or kallu lokandirpen that was a time where i sang my heart out romba sandoshama undu and suddenly one day kamal night aniki anga edam illa and i was standing next to badri and lot of innume in stage la paakalam lot of times video la nanu avanu bayangama vibe pannu without even talking to each other we vibe to the same line so the connect we had beautiful and as i told you earlier the way he brought people together under that one roof you don't need to be a musician and i being a non musician take lot of calls on songs and he gave that liberty to lot of us each of us have a different perspective and one thing which is really really important to be a leader is to understand perspectives and listen i think badri is really really blessed with immense patience and and he listens to lot of people that is why he he has lot of people in his life that is the positive energy that stuck with him and brought us all together the journey has been beautiful 5 5 6 years beautiful journey for me music has always been in the family like since prior to i was being born and uh, it's it's been running in the blood for like almost like a generation so so music my pay, my mom is a classical singer so been involved in a, in carnatic music since my childhood but then i took to the other side of music i took to cinema music and i took to western music in my school when i i see i saw all the bands performing my seniors performing and i was like but honestly or band ku poi opportunity kekumbodhu engitta vandu nee bass guitar nu one irukku adha kattundu va illa edhaadu vaasikkirundhu edhaadu edhaadu adha vechu panna stage la nenna poiduthukuren appadinaanga that's the first time that i started that i took bass guitar but i prior to that i was learning vocal music but then i took to bass guitar only then and then i was adala konja abbe youtube videos la paathu kattundu formula la kattukala ar ar ramansar music la da full avala enak i was in very taken for rilay rajasar's music back then but 
after that point of time after college finished i was taking part in a lot of bands a lot of western music competitions and all those things but after that i hit a roadblock saying okay idik mele i don't see a growth in music i don't see i don't know where i'm going grammar or point where i thought i'll give this up and poi vera edha padikalam illa vera edha pannalana or idea or and that's when i got a call from badriana saying i've been to motomati music shows but as the first time i was being called to play bass and that was the first time i was even hearing about the movie mauno rag anga vandu paata paakuren ellame sb sir paata ellame radha sir paata anni kattukaramichidan எனக்கு interesting <laughs> that we are talking about engineering careers as side jobs when it comes to you guys ellaru kekra kelvi vande music doesn't click off what's the backup soru ganna panna pora times pretty much i had the same question but in even even on a refined way so one thing what i did was i didn't tell my parents i'm not sitting for placement just wanted to own up my decision so i just went to the placement cell straight and i just wrote a letter to them just i'm not going to sit for the placements and then i left and then i came back home and i told them what my fear was like oru vela na okkandena i knew that i i speak well so appo unda adu or category unda podu vela kadikiradhu like to impress an hr that was one of the major qualities i i knew i will click it through and my fear was if If I get a job, my parents will easily convince me saying that four years of work is enough to pay for it, two years of work is enough to pay for it. But what my mindset was like, if I see that thirtieth day salary, I will never go back. So I would have made a decision. So I told my parents that like I am not sitting for the placements. My father was pretty chill about it because my father wanted to be an editor, film editor, but because of the family circumstances, he couldn't afford to be a film editor. So what he said was, I have my career till two thousand twenty. I will retire in two thousand twenty. So until two thousand twenty, you have time to experiment what and whatever you want. to do i will just support you so that was a great support so to answer your question my mom was like even refined that question when i said that i want to do audio engineering she immediately said yaar unna kalyanam anipa that was that was her first fear so the support oda periya prachaniya da irundhuchu to be very honest i'm kind of blessed with a uh, kind of parents i have because after that moment the after i decided i wanted to do something like that, there hasn't been any difficulty from that said there was, there was always been support especially after my audio engineering i was jobless for 2 years 
literally jobless i was just working for freelance and you call it the exposure i was working on a lot of projects for the exposure so pretty much i wasn't paying my bills uh, my father and mother were taking care of me throughout the two years without any questions without any face palm moments or anything like that they just handled my relatives better so pretty much when you have a support like that calling uh, passion is pretty easy right like emotionally it is very easy to and motamari music i will call it accidental destiny it wasn't supposed to be a career it was supposed to be my way of chilling out with people just bring people sing go out and i was i by then i was doing a lot of documentaries doing music for documentaries doing music for art film jingles and my revenue was coming through that side i never thought in my dream that motamari music will surge like that i think it's the universe or god whatever people believe in uh, <laughs> that made it happen uh, rather than it wasn't supposed to be a planned thing to be very honest like without parents support it, it wouldn't have been possible uh, because me hosting people is one thing and my parents being someone who was ready to host people was an altogether different thing when when i was particularly not earning much that's the space they respected my decision in 2014 then they respected my decision in 2018 and that's the thing i'm enjoying right now i guess question that i had was with motamadi music i'm able to see a lot of parallels with toastmasters india where they want to give you the stage where people can come talk about anything to lose stage fear and all of it when you started hosting it and now it's scaled over the years are you looking at people who share the passion with music and you want to give them the stage for them to excel in their art or are you like specific about xyz needs to come in with a particular skill with some level of skill proficiency one one thing that that went very clear after 2019 particularly is yes, people started to like this particular kind of entertainment so we couldn't tweak a lot of things after they started liking it so we tried to incorporate a lot of things like the first 15 minutes will be for independent musicians to share the first 15 minutes will be for an folk art in the indie folk art to come and we tried a lot of things but what eventually happens is when people come in their mindset is just for entertainment rather than them looking for different spaces of art so after a point what i started to feel as an artist is sharing that space was toxic for that artist like i wasn't giving enough respect to the art they are trying to produce because people start to shout at them people will be like when will motamadi come when will i didn't want to create a space like that right to answer your question to incorporate a lot of things inside motamadi right now is not actually a possibility because people come in that two hours in a very particular mind anything else we are giving them they are not up for you, you can probably create a new stage altogether under the banner of motamadi so that you can kind of separate the audience and get their time but doing it in that particular two hours or four hours is pretty difficult it's it it is going to be difficult because people don't agree to it adding on to what badri said you talked about musicians who wanted to explore i mean classic example is sankrit here and aditya who is one of the percussionists we have when they came in they said hey i wanted to just try and badri gave that space say this is what the idea is here you can express your thoughts through your music but this is what the idea is you just compliment us all the musicians we have be ravina player be the flautist be the drummer we just compliment they just compliment the music the playlist we download and they play back for the audience who are our performers so that's the whole premise of motamari music one thing i wanted to mention i mean now you're a very established organization right like i mean you go to different places you tour all around the world you sing to a lot of people almost like you know every time you you go out there and and you perform but to karthik's point part of the question that he had was so now that you you know people expect a certain certain thing out of you right what do you do to like innovate within that space to sankrit's point right he mentioned that he was a 
bass guitarist who was he was just trying things out when he first started out he says that he's learning every day with motomadi music right so when you go out there when it comes to music you're actually innovating while you're performing as well how do you give the audience what they want but also innovate to like take that one step further for yourself to put it in the music perspective of it so we try to recreate what has been done originally so we don't change anything we take a song it sounds the same they include and everything but silver lining behind it is that every musician tries to give something different that adds a taste to the song entirely so the song is original the bass is what has been already created on top of that we put our own layer so it just enhances the entire output of the song that comes out beat me where if there is a pause i try to fill that pause with some bass fill or if there is a good rhythm pause that can be given the drummer and the percussionist give that or if there is a raga bit or a interlude that can be played a little bit more with a little bit more something added on to that that the veena player or the flautist gives that fills as musicians we try to do what we can to put our skills on the base layer of the song that's already been created it's interesting what is your take on that guruchar i would like just add one thing to what sankrit uh, told so one of the other things uh, the audience who come for motamari music are basically avid music listeners but they might not necessarily understand the technicalities of it right like there are much, much multiple layers of a song but when you yeah. when you see someone perform on stage what what happens on a motamadi music stage is you have different musicians right and whenever there's a solo for someone happening or there are multiple layers happening at the same time spotlight is on them so the stage becomes dark and the spotlight is on only those people who are involved in that uh, multi layer and then people understand oh okay there is multiple layers to the song they they also get to understand very minute aspects of a particular song rather than just listening to the song rather than just us uh, performing that song they understand the technicalities of it as well from a singer's perspective when i sing from i i sing from the audience i don't sing on stage so what happens is i am surprised by the fact that the whole crowd sings in one pitch it's something like what jacob collier does right like crowd harmony almost happens in motamadi where everybody singing in one pitch itself is a big task yeah. so that automatically that organically happens so my one of my main jobs is to when badri gives a cue i should start the stanza the start of the song or the paragraph i just sing the first word yeah. that is enough for the crowd and then they take it over actually i can i can relate to that quite a bit because i i've been in the audience multiple times actually last summer i was in the audience for the arman concert in in boston and they were singing a lot of hindi songs but the crowd was mostly tamil people so like there was a pause in hindi songs and then haricharan came out and he said and he sang yena yena sola and then whole audience just went berserk and everyone started like you know there was complete silence when he started that one stanza and everyone started singing with him and like you know that that feeling of being in the audience and knowing the song and connecting with the person who's singing that's that's amazing not just for the person who's performing i think it's amazing for the people in the audience as well i mean one of the best concerts typing so yeah and in, and in some sense i believe that music creates uncommon connections like you need not know someone for like 15 20 years as long as you share the passion for music and you start jamming i've made uncommon connections with people that i didn't know i'll be friends with more than that i i strongly feel there are certain psychological things we kind of did to make people sing one we evidently made a decision that there won't be any singer singing on stage so you can never see a person with a microphone singing on stage which psych- 
psychologically tells you the fact that you should sing we are not going to sing and literally me sundaram and surya and the friend will be singing out loud without a microphone so that kind of gives you that feeling that oh they are not singing in a microphone so i need to change from the listener mode to the performer mode entire psychology behind that was to break that barrier of who is performer and who is the listener so one of the reasons why we shifted from an motamadi to an auditorium is where is that one place where all the non musicians have always been listeners always been clapping for people i just wanted to break that bridge i was like okay let's sing auditorium is that one place right so let's let's come to the auditorium and let's all be the performers so yeah. that's one psychological thing we did to make the change and two i think one major innovation that happened inside motamadi was the lyric book so every time we ask a non musician to sing a song that immediate reply will be like i don't know the lyrics so what we yeah. did was like see here is the lyrics just sing along so that was a third psychological thing was the entire auditorium is darker the minute it goes darker your inhibition comes down so you sing a lot so these are the things we made to keep the audience very comfortable inside the auditorium and in return i told my musicians i give a lot of respect to my musicians because to be a musician and not take the center stage it's not an not an easy decision to make and entire motamadi music runs in that idea where like you are not going to have the limelight the people are going to have the limelight you need to adjust according to the people so we can never be on tempo because people drag or people run faster so we need to adjust accordingly and we, these are all annoying things to musicians but they yeah. kind of adjust to this tweak this things and have flexibility towards this so the idea works out well so for you to get to the psychological state right like okay this is what we'll be doing or this is how we'll implement was it your intuition looking at other concerts that you were able to get to this saying oh this is how historically concerts have happened and we'll do this different or were you experimenting it on yourself saying what works for me and what am i going to implement to give ஒரு <laughs> you read physics you will get physics you read music you will get music so as long as you believe in it i think everybody can can be a performer that's a good point i think one of the things is like even listening to you talk about like you know how you set up the audience as well as you set set it up for your team i feel very spa- uh, safe in terms of like if someone asks me to go perform right in front of relatives also i'm like looking for the person who is going to tell me like oh you made a mistake there rather than like you know if it's just family they're just going to laugh it off it'll be fine so i'll be more comfortable in performing in in that space so it feels like you just created this psychologically safe environment i tell them that don't be fighting for the front row seats my face will be very boring for you after 5 minutes but instead sit with your friends create a memory so next time yeah. you listen to the same song in a sun music or isiarvi you will be like hey i danced with my friends in motamadi show and that's all the memory i wanted to create there is nothing in like looking at my face like <laughs> it will be very boring <laughs> instead if you come and enjoy i re- i yesterday i got a message uh, yesterday i got a message we are performing in bangalore next week and oh, 30 yeah. people who they their college together are doing the reunion in our show oh great yeah so i feel so privileged to create a space like that where they yeah. they think like 
yeah if we go there together we can have fun there so that's yeah. the belief we have I, I, they are not going to be the listeners there they are going to be performers and yeah. if they have collectively decided to spend two hours of their very very important reunion in our show i think that i will call that as success rather than <laughs> anything else <laughs> it's interesting you talk about bangalore right so you sing a lot of your songs in tamil there's been this common undertone where they say language is an important as long as music unites you the language is just a medium to communicate your thoughts how do you look at a non tamil speaking audience coming into your show is it just the experience at the end of the day even if they don't understand the lyrics as long as they're able to appreciate good music they're able to have a good time they will be in for a treat at the motamadi when you're uh, catering to a different audience who speaks a different language even in terms of musicians right like sundaram and sankrit tamil songs have a certain undertone and so what is a preparation look like when you play to different audiences it doesn't matter where we are performing bangalore hyderabad dubai it's always tamil songs the language doesn't change we've had non tamil speaking folks attend our shows my friends from my early organizations and sankrit's friends badri's friends even pondi show couple of them came down from uh, chennai who doesn't know tamil at all but first few songs they were reluctant they were thinking that why did they come to the concert right but after 6 7 songs the vibe totally changes we set the mood and then it's non stop entertainment and absolute uh, fun riot right and then after the show i just met those folks and they said hey we don't know a single song but we just vibe with people who are vibing to your songs it was super fun one thing is very important here we can't satisfy 100% of the audience whoever it is right but the thing is we give our best in terms of whatever we are preparing for the tamil songs we know and if at all we are coming to bangalore or any other place we try to take many airman songs or harris songs or anirudh songs where it is popular across different languages and people have listened to it so they can understand the basic tone and probably they can look at the lyrics book or even vibe to it that's the whole premise there are a lot of songs that are bilingual so that actually helps for example hama hama is there in both tamil and hindi so people understand both the variations and the funny part is my first uh, motamadi music as i attended as an audience i came with two punjabi people i i, I kept telling them saying bro you might not you might not enjoy it it will be more more of summer based and they like no 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 bro let's go and then trust me they danced their heart out and like they were so happy at the end of the day they like oh my god this is did it bhangra yeah that uh, it doesn't that matter yeah yeah <laughs> yeah bhangra yeah they, they had a lot of fun and uh, as because the entire audience you don't know the people sitting next to you but you still vibe with them so that's the entire experience that we give them just to add on to it right we have seen 70 year olds 80 year olds dancing i mean they see it they are usually uptight right when that is a clearly two generations older so 70 year olds 80 year olds have loads and loads of fun and there is one specific show we did for 60s and 70s songs like bring your parents edition probably uh, badri and guru charan can add on to the whole idea bring your parents and how it culminated and how the show was please go ahead from my perspective it was one of the most enjoyable shows that we had we had just a small crowd like 100 or 150 was the crowd that is one place where we like parents age people they were like singing without any lyric book they did not need any lyric book they were singing they had knew all the songs by heart they had listened to it in radio 
million times so we were the ones using the lyric book and we were trying to catch up with them so that that is what that is what happened on that day and it was one of the most memorable shows that we have ever had the whole idea behind bring your parents came where like i was thinking that was that one generation we couldn't capture at that time like uh, okay they, if they allow the students they, the, their kids will come to the show it's that chain yes. right so we we need to show them that this this is very friendly this is like some place where there is nothing harmful is happening like you you should come so what we created the system is like if that there are no tickets for the parents if the kid books a ticket that parents can come in uh, as free and the kid cannot come alone so the only way they can the kid can come to the show is when when they bring the parents so that's why it's called the bring your parents <laughs> so uh, we started yeah we started performing like that at the same in there is a opposite end once i was performing in we were performing in rr sabha and one 80 year old almost 80 year old came to me and he was like thambi thambi enna enna uncle solunga endra solla oo solriya mama padringa oo solriya mama wow now this yeah that happens that happens at times but when comes come back in, coming back to the language part of it so what happened was when the first time when we planned to go to bangalore we actually had hindi songs we had like uh, five or six hindi songs in our thing like what if less of the language people come and let's perform for them but how it helped us was like people started thinking that you are the only regional band that come to another place so yeah. let's stick to being very regional let's not do i have a lot of hindi bands coming here but you are one of the very few tamil bands who come here so let's not sing hindi let's sing only tamil when we performed in london actually someone from london came to the show my happiest moment was when he was dancing to renda karanda i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> this is happening so uh, it's it's our rhythm right like our music is filled with rhythm no matter what's the language you are in eventually the rhythm that makes them vibe along with people and when the entire section of people are at with one mindset all together it's just like how a college cultures work the first time i listened to nannare nannare was in my school somewhere where i had no clue what hindi is all about it's all about how you connect to music and how collectively the people are there in what energy they are uh, they are in that works more rather than what language we are very particular i like this whole parents idea because last year when i i went to the show right to the airman concert my, i took my mom with me and the first time i saw my mom dance was in that show like you know i could dance with her and it was a really fun experience so i i really like this idea of the parents show one thing i wanted to ask was you touched on this a little bit right all of you touched on this is preparation for the show right for our audience take us behind the scenes of what that preparation looks like like when you perform abroad when you perform like you know for a regional audience what how does that differ how long do you prepare uh, how do you decide the set and all of that and also i want to hear from guruchar and sankrit and sundaram let's talk about badri's leadership when it comes to like deciding the set list what you perform and when you perform they all knew who who the real leader is when it comes to set list but sure <laughs> <laughs> ஒரு <laughs> 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 do you know the charanam do you know to sing the charanam if i even 
hesitate for 2 seconds then they'll be like if you if you don't Columbus. get it then the audience won't be able to do it so don't it, yeah. you don't yeah. take that risk we call it the 10 second rule me and sundaram call it the 10 second rule if you you come up with a song say on uh, like running tour is thiruvira so we thought of like let's sing poduvaga yamanasithangam from raja sir and we were like will they sing the second sharanam we both thought for 10 seconds and like, if we cannot pull it off nobody can pull it off let's let's just shut down abadri nai should at least know the words if we don't know it audience won't sing it as simple as that they should exactly knew to recreate the words of what the uh, poet has written so that they can sing even if they do the la 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 part the uh, volume of the auditorium is going to go down how captivated the audience will be very simple so the unconscious bias is what i bring in that i am i will be the audience perspective it's a whole different fight we have it's so much fun getting that those lists right we have to reason it with the musicians now we also have made a lot of blunders sometimes songs work out magically practice these guys do like how a lot of efforts in cinema right like how they say in cinema right like when the editing work starts the cinematographer is not allowed inside the room we apply the same rule when we are taking the songs the musicians are not allowed inside the room because they will have like evident bias if i have a guitar solo do i have a drum solo no you are not in the, going to be in the limelight here can they sing it or not that's the only question we need to answer here no other question yeah. works even if a song is like trending crazily i we cannot decide that people will sing along people will dance along will they sing along is an altogether different question that that's one one part of the uh, preparation one major part of the preparation goes behind the playlist in the recent days we don't change uh, across places but we used to change across places because the flavor of the music differs across the chennai people versus coimbatore people the energy will be different and bangalore people People, you are coming out of Tamil Nadu, so that energy is different. When you go to Dubai, you are coming out of the country, so that vibe is different. So we need to kind of sense what can be easy for them. How can you bring the audience into the show? That work uh, works a lot while we are preparing the playlist. But other than that, most of the work is very technical. What you decide for sound, what's the tech writer goes behind it. Did you find the right venue? What are the police permissions you need to get? What are the rights permission you need to get? That is all completely technical. The fun part of it starts where we create the playlist, and this playlist. is going to go across people and they are going to sing meanwhile at the same time the lyric book will also have the lyric book idea came like how you used to be in school right like when you come out of the school yeah. that would be like like one or two rupees lyric book you we can draw parallel from what you're saying even for eitf right every time kartik and i bring an idea for eitf to each other the first question that we ask is what can you do okay idea is great but what can you do to further the idea it's the individuals investment in the idea and how much research they've done that will take that idea forward one uh, Yeah. that we me and uh, sundaram are good at like we listen to each other really well one of the success of mandamadi music is because of there is no hierarchy here who is at the top yeah. or who is and there is no hierarchy here i will listen to the last tour i listen to one of the kids who work for mandamadi he is what like 21 year old 20 year old and i will listen to her if that's a good advice that's good to take for us if you have an hierarchy inside a team then you are going to be in the loser side at the end right especially when me and sundaram sit for songs that's one of the things we primarily decide we are going to fight but we need to come up with like a proper lawyer plan to defend ourselves why it will work and why it will not work uh, in that case if we can satisfy ourselves in a way where like do we envision people singing this do we see that will they take it in the right rhythm do we, can they follow the cue here is there a repetition in the line if there is a repetition how many times it comes does it come in odd or even if it is even it is easy for people if it is odd it is for the musicians so we kind of work in such a way where like we sing along entire song and then we we take it in a very non musician friendly the bigger audience
audience is at the end of the day non-musicians, right? Like at the end of the day, ninety-seven percent of the people are non-musicians. Only three percent are musicians, right? So we need to satisfy the ninety-seven percent first. That three percent can follow, obviously. So one question I wanted to ask because you talk about what fits well, even even beat, odd beat. So say you envisioned a set for a concert and practice. You you end up doing a lot of practice and you know that okay, this is where the bass guitar riff will start and all of it. And not every time is it a guarantee that what you envision and what you play is going to be the same or what you envision and what you sing is going to be the same so in that case how do you guys like are you like i just had an odd day or do you start questioning the process because sometimes when i before presentations to big people i start questioning if the pitch didn't go well i'm like oh maybe i didn't do the presentation that fear comes into my mind so how do you guys overcome those things like especially for sankrit when he's having to play those slap guitar uh, riffs or those complex uh, bass guitar riffs that he left to play for us if we make a mistake right so we know any one of us in the band if if we, if we make a mistake we don't show it out on stage like saying that we made a mistake we know we made a mistake and then when we go back we reflect on those mistakes and understand we work on it and then for the next show we try to you know not repeat that mistake again so it's it's just a reflective process that we follow here because it's very open like so we share a musical idea process remains the same if if the musicians are playing the song so well but still the audience are not singing now we need to eliminate the song i mean i said like my musicians are i am blessed to be with this musicians is because of this they take that flexibility they they go behind the screen for a moment and think like okay this is not our place to show our musicianship rather than the idea should succeed here so they have the heart to give us the space to make a lot of drastic decisions during the show we take for example we perform 22 songs in a show we have 28 songs in the list at the first 10 songs we me and sundaram decide what to shuffle what kind of audience are inside the auditorium and how we need to run the show from here because 11 to 15 is the most crucial time for us because we need to run the show during that 30 minutes if we run the 30 minutes the rest is cake walk so that 30 minutes we make a lot of shuffle even if you make <laughs> It's, it's kind of hidden nicely with other people's performances. No, but uh, my idea, my ideology behind it, like I never mind making mistakes. I never yeah. have yeah. said them like don't make mistakes. Like we are all human at the end of the day. I don't want AI to play in my show. Like let's let the mistakes happen. <laughs> let the mistakes happen. Let let us all learn from it. Let us all grow and make new mistakes. I'm going to put that in my trailer. I don't want AI to play in my show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Sundaram Manan, Badrana, they the songs that they pick, right? Does give each of us some highlight positions to play. Like it yeah. might not be uh, prevalent out there to the audience, to, but but all of us get our own share of peace. So that's how they yeah. incorporate these things. I, I mean, now that we're in that topic, right? Let's talk about social media, right? You mentioned that the band picked up a lot of steam, especially in 2019 when we were heading into this COVID state and all of that. As people who perform live to an audience and thrive based on how the audience is reacting to you, right? How was COVID? it for you and how how did you come out of that and how did you utilize social media to like reach more of your audience during that time we did nothing in social media that was a yeah. success when the whole thing of zoom happening clubhouse mm. happening all we did was we had our own whatsapp group we will be sharing memes we will be having fun among ourselves the only thing we did was we did an online thing for spb sir and we did an online mm. thing for raja sir whereas it's not us performing we called in the audience we started talking with we were like what's your favorite song we did that kind of conversation one advantage for me was all my musicians were working musicians they didn't put up the 
pressure on me saying like how the sustainability of the brand wasn't that difficult because they were all sustainable at, at their own family at their at their own homes so for me that equation <laughs> but personally as a full time musician that was my peak 2020 was like hitting that peak i i we were supposed to go to six countries we were signed up in that particular year 2020 and we never expected covid right we were on a tour and the first show that was cancelled was a bangalore show and i was so ignorant about the fact of covid i said to the producer like postpone it to a month and we'll be back performing that was our mentality altogether and it it was going across like months and at one point it was mentally hitting us at least hitting me a lot because there was literally no revenue uh, when it comes to entertainment industry there wasn't uh, ads happening documentaries happening there was no movies that was happening there is no live scene so technically yeah. only thing that was happening was the zoom thing there is no point for musicians to come live and play one you cannot sync in online that yeah. thing you cannot play two why would mm-hmm. i come online uh, the the altogether motive of coming to a live show is to have that energy right which we can never reflect many offers came to us saying we have a green mat let's come there let's have that virtual motamadi something yeah. like that i was never okay with any of the thing the only thing i did was i just used my sound engineering uh, interest into this i, I started uh, something called uh, makkal project yes makkal project yeah project where i asked everybody everybody to send we we made a template video all the musicians made a template video we mixed i mixed that song i put it online i said download this sing along with it and you can sing along sing along this we can make a video of singing along together so around 200 people sent the videos i personally mixed everybody's audio we made a huge collage of 200 people singing together uh, as one that's the only thing we did during covid so kamal sir saw Ooh. it and yeah he was uh, and so badri got a call then he yeah, beautiful on the video because we, we all sang unbasing so there was a beautiful yeah. wow moment yeah with respect to covid that the thing that was hitting was very major and we were the only entertainment sector from south india who started it after uh, yeah. covid we Correct. did a show, we did a 50% documentary show we gave gloves mask and sanitizer to everybody who came to the show we made them sit with social distancing and asked them to sing and people still came yeah. so if we are taking yeah. this effort imagine people didn't turn up that day i would have lost interest in doing this the covid mentality was okay i'm going to be back on stage if people are not going to support me right now they have turned their faces towards virtual this was the scene in 2020 december and yeah. you, you know that thing right like when with respect to the people who are working in it they were like they they are oh, very no. sorted in their own ways they were like okay i have yeah. netflix i have amazon prime i have all entertainment if i go to club house at 9 pm in the night there will be some celebrity performing for me i can listen to him for free or him to him or her for free and my life is sorted and that was one of the reason i didn't want to perform in club house we were like why should we perform for free will you work for free why are you expecting just the entertainment sector to be free so that was one of the mentalities at i mean we were we were all angry when when covid happened like for no reason that's the frustration yeah. comes on its own but the minute we get back we getting back is a easier thing i guess but people coming back on that day was a huge step for them i was very blessed that they came back and we sold out at the same speed we usually sell out the show there was no hesitancy wow. uh, there was shown when we came back so yeah. uh, that one of the good decisions we made was we never went into social media we just kept our audience very very sane uh, usually our social media game is very clean we never post anything mm-hmm. other than the show we never influence things we never collaborate with a lot of things our thing is very simple we are a live band the tickets show announcement and the ticket announcements will be there a show video will be there 
of them yeah. this is the our only social media game that made us come here we we started at zero and we are now what 118k followers to be very honest i have never posted a marketing video in my i have never paid a single money to boost a post push a post wow. i have never done that all 118k yeah. are people who came to the show or who want to come to the show okay i also want to come to the show now we will be coming to us in april or may next year so please come there i guess we've had an amazing interview with you guys so many different perspectives from from different people in the band and i loved having all of you here i would have loved to have more people as well but oh, yeah. before we sign off we always ask one question to everyone how do you define success for yourself and for motamadi music in general in life it, it might be it might it might sound very cliche but success usually means personal growth improving what you have been doing uh, every day or you find a new passion so personal growth is what i can define as success uh, and then in 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 motamadi music what i would say is it is already a great space for everybody uh, who are part of it and its uniqueness is the inclusiveness right like people want to come and associate themselves with motamadi music that is what i see as success and i think the way that we have been as a band or as a group i would say is very much headed in that direction and uh, we hope to stay the same i i've always thought that you know success is something that will come your way when you keep doing what you're doing i i always believe that don't ride towards it and let it come to you when it has to come so for motamadi music i think it's the it's the bond that has always been the uh, foundation for success and the unity that we share amongst each other like guruna said it's the it's the uniqueness and, and inclusivity success for motamadi music is people always people comes first everything else is second badri as a musician he always keeps people front of the whole success and the respect we have for people we respect the audience we respect the musicians and we respect the team members we are successful because the way we treat people we want to make sure that we interact with people and spend time with them after the show people can connect with us so people is the first thing i'm very contented for 100 shows we did but i'm greedy for greedy for more so that's the thing success is something that i am looking forward to attain personally i would say peace and content <laughs> if if being in art and being in the scene if i can be peaceful and be contentful i will call it call that day the successful day of my life with respect to motamadi music i will say accessibility the day when my musicians or the people who come and say don't feel the space safe anymore i don't want to do motamadi music anymore it's not the space is not about just art so as long as it's accessible and as long as people feel very safe and happy inside it i am ready to run it the minute they feel a little bit unsafe with a very thoughtful reason behind it i i would not go forward without at least rectifying it so accessibility will i will call it the success of motamadi awesome answers from all of you and we had so much so much fun in this interview Same uh can you tell our audience where they can find you how they can purchase tickets if they want to come see the show we are very active on instagram our instagram id is motamadi music we you can see the our videos in youtube but the major uh, ticketing show announcements and ticket announcements will be in instagram you can follow motamadi music for like all the updates <clears throat> with respect to motamadi and where we are traveling and where we are performing thank you so much for coming on the show we had so much fun absolutely of course so thank you so much <laughs>